Well, hello and welcome to Connect with Courage, where we talk about how to make your life bigger and better by building your courage and connection. I'm your host and friend, Gabriel Pescher, and today we're going to talk about how to give and get support more effectively. And I want to point you to a resource which is really, really helpful. I've read many, many hundreds of books, and there's just a few books which I really love to recommend to everybody, and this is one of them. It's called People Fuel. It's written by the author John Townsend. And you kind of find a small summary, like a cheat sheet on the page of the book. Just Google for People Fuel and John Townsend. You will find it. And so it, John Townsend, he really spells out very clearly how we can help, give support, advice, empathy, very specifically to another person. And also how we can ask for that. Because this is where we get energy from in our relationships. This is how we build really great supportive relationships. And it's basically going back to the old saying of giving care and candor to somebody, you know, being present, conveying the good, and also providing reality and calling other people to action. Let's get into it, what's important in each different area. So he divides it into four quadrants, quadrants of things we can do or we can ask for. It's always the same. We can provide it ourselves and also we can ask others and it's really helpful to ask specifically for certain things when we need support and just you know just having language around that is really helpful I've used it myself for giving help and for asking for help and it's made it much much better and more specific and more helpful so let's get into the different components parts so the first part first quadrant is about being present now, being present is really the basis of a supportive relationship. It's the first thing we have to do. And there's a couple different things we can do and should do. Acceptance, connecting without judgment is the first one. Really, it's all about, you know, just being there or just allowing somebody else to be there with you as he or she is without judgment. And I think that's the best thing you can ever have. And you can also ask for the same. For example, sometimes you might just feel, hey, can you just be there with me and just tell me that you, you know, you love me anyway? Like I've done something, I feel bad about it. And I just want to hear, you know, that you still accept me. And we can give this some, to somebody and we can ask for the same thing. Once we've done that, once the other person feels, hey, really, um he accepts me she accepts me as i am it's good to attune to the emotion the another person is experiencing to really be aware of what another person is experiencing and responding to it accordingly you know um it's like almost like playing a musical instrument or singing you get attuned to the sound of the other person and so you find you know the common sound and it's the same with emotions you attuned to the emotion of the other person and you respond to it and you, you mirror back what you are hearing. This is very, very valuable. It's a core part of empathy. Also, another thing that's really helpful is validation. To convey that, that a person's experience is significant and not to be dismissed. So a lot of times 
a lot of bad things have happened because some of our experience has been invalidated. You know, why did you, why don't you feel like this? Um, you know, it's really not that bad. You know, all these kinds of things which invalidate our experience, um, which made our experience insignificant or small or dismissed. It just leaves you feeling empty. But when you can feel that another person is validating your own experience, with they, they say, hey, your experience is significant, it's important, it's important to me. And just giving that and receiving this is really, really powerful. Another part of, of empathy and being present with somebody is identification, to share a similar story where you felt a similar emotion that they're feeling, maybe even had a similar experience than they had. And this can be very powerful if you just share a small part of your story, but leave the main room, the main room open for the other person to to share their story. So you don't take over the conversation. You just share a little bit so the other person can feel, hey, I'm not alone. Also, if you're asking for somebody to identify with you, you can just ask, hey, I'm having this experience. Is anybody else having the same experience? I'm feeling really alone. And the moment somebody else responds, hey, I'm having the same experience, I've had the same experience, that's a very powerful moment because once we feel connected, things guys just get a lot easier. Another fun thing to do while being present with somebody else is containment, to allow another person to vent while staying warm without reacting. You know, we've all had this. A friend just needed to, to vent for a couple of minutes just to get the emotions off the chest. And then it was just done, right? It was, was done. All right, everything's good. And also we can ask for the same thing. Hey, call a friend, say, hey, um, can you, can you just give me a couple of minutes? I just need to vent. I have a lot of emotions going on. I just need to get them off my chest. And, you know, it's not, I don't need anything else. Just listen a couple of minutes and, and, and we're good. So this can be really helpful. And the last tool to be present with somebody is comfort to provide support for someone's loss. Now, for a long time, I've been very insecure about how to be with somebody who's just gone through a loss, like a, a family, family member, like, you know, um, was lost or a relationship was lost. And after a while, I figured out, hey, it's enough sometimes to just be there with the person. You don't need to say much, but just, you know, like, lay your arms around the shoulder figuratively or in person and you know just just being there and you know, like holding holding in the hand and saying hey i am here with you i know it's hard you know it's challenging it's very difficult i just want to let you know you're not alone in this i'm here with you and i think that's one of, one of the reasons why like animals can be so helpful in going through difficult emotions because they are just there they're just present and with the body language to just show you, hey, I'm there with you. And so this can be really, really helpful as well. So once we know how to be present with somebody and um, or once we know also how to ask others how to be present with us when we have that need, there's another part, quadrant two, how we can provide nurturing care to somebody and that's conveying the good. Also as well as always, we can also ask for that. The first one is affirmation. It means to draw attention to the good, to point out, hey, I really like this thing about you. I really like this thing about what you did, what you did, what you do. 
And so this is really helpful because because a lot of the times we are just so much in our heads and in the negative, focus on what we didn't do, how we don't measure up. We just miss all the good things about us and we just forget. And also here you can ask somebody, hey, I'm, I'm not feeling very good about myself. Can you just tell me what you like about me? And sometimes this just can help to get you back into appreciating the good things about you. So another very valuable thing is encouragement to convey that you believe in someone's ability to do the difficult. You can say, hey, I know it's very difficult, the situation you're in, the, the challenge you have in front of you is very challenging, but I also know that you absolutely have got what it takes to get there. And, you know, this is very powerful. Also the same, you can, you can ask um, somebody, hey, can you just, you know, show me like why you think I can do what it, what it takes to get this difficult thing done? And you'd be surprised how other people might be able to support you and just give you this encouragement. The third thing how we can convey the good is to assign value by giving somebody respect for who they are or what they've done. It's similar to affirmation, I think. Um, just, you know, really respect for something and um, something you really admire in somebody. And recently somebody did this for me. Um, respecting how, how I did something and it was really valuable for me. Another thing is hope to provide reality-based confidence in the future. Now hope is so so important and it's very contagious the same as despair is very contagious hope can be very contagious and it all means it means that you know you let somebody know hey I know there is a bigger brighter future out there there's a light in the future and good things are possible and here's why and here's why you can get there and and just you know just provide a bigger future and let it be based in reality it's something the other person can also see and um, yeah that's a great thing to have and to provide for somebody is really really valuable forgiveness to cancel a debt is another way to convey the good um, to somebody, you know, to forgive somebody and say, hey, I, you've maybe done this bad thing and I, I let it go. You're free of that. Oh, this just gives a lot of good energy. And the last one, which is really fun and I think we don't do nearly as much, is celebration. To acknowledge a win, both cognitively and emotionally, emotionally to say, hey, you've done this, it's amazing, and uh, I know you've invested a lot of energy in that, you've done a lot of work for that, and now you've got there, and I'm really happy for you, and let's celebrate, let's just enjoy uh, that you got somewhere where you wanted to go. And also, you can ask others to join in your celebration. I've done this recently, I've completed a bike journey of over a thousand kilometers, and I've arrived in a new city, Malaga, where I've never been before, never met anybody there, and a friend just... Um, put me in touch with another friend. And so I just asked her, hey, can I invite you for dinner and can we celebrate me achieving my journey? And it was just so much more enjoyable to celebrate it together with, with somebody. And uh, yes, it just, just the emotion just increases by sharing it. So celebration is a great way to, to put something good into a relationship. So we've talked about being present with somebody and with convey, about conveying the good. These are really the two most important things we can 
give to somebody and we can ask for somebody. It's it's the basis, it's this, this care, this nurturing, empathy, this whole part. And a lot of the times that's all that we need to do. Because in our world, a lot of the times, you know, we don't have this. We don't have people who are empathetic with us or who provide the good for us, or at least not enough, not enough. So we can do a lot more here. And once we know how to do this, once we're doing this, once we're asking for this and getting this, there's another part of how we can give and, give and get support, which is more about candor. And so the quadrant three is to provide reality. And because usually we're in our own world and we don't see much of, you know, how other people perceive it. And the world is much bigger than just we, you know, we, we can see it. And so this can really help to have others who provide different ways of helping us with that. The first one is clarification to bring order to confusion. And sometimes, you know, it's just enough to talk about something with somebody when you're confused and then you put things together yourself, you know, it's just having somebody to listen to. I've had experience many times that just helps to put things in order and you just, ah, sir, thank you for helping me. Uh, and and you, the other person did nothing, absolutely nothing, but just listen, you know, just listen. That helps you just to clarify it. Other times you might need somebody else to, hey, say, hey, hey, um, I, I need to get some order to my thoughts. Maybe you can just listen, help me to put it, put them together, you know, and this can help somebody else might see a structure somewhere where you didn't see it. And um, this can be very helpful. Also, you can give it to others, um, ask them like, hey, um, I can help you to clarify if you want that um, could be helpful to you maybe. And so we can offer this kind of help specifically. Another way to pro provide reality is to provide perspective, to offer, offer a different viewpoint. And again, it's about here that we just have our own viewpoint and just seeing like one different viewpoint from somebody else can help like to open the space to see more than just our small little world and which can just make so many more things possible. Also, we can ask, hey, like, what's your perspective on that? How do you see that? And or how would somebody you know, like this see that? What do you think? Just to open, open the mind, open the viewpoint to see more than just our small world. Because sometimes when we're in a problem, we just see the small, the small problem, and we and it's it's becoming so big that we think it's it's all of the world, but it's just a little part. It's just our own perspective. So, getting some perspective from somebody else can be extremely valuable. The third way to provide reality is to give insight, to convey a deeper understanding. Now, some person with more wisdom, more experience in a certain area might provide that. Also, a coach, just by asking specific questions, might help somebody to get a deeper level of understanding than the one they would be able to get by themselves. I think this is the one of the, the biggest values of coaching, is just to get this deeper level, deeper understanding by specific questions. So that's, it's very surprising like to which, which kind of answers you can get just by having somebody ask the right questions. Another way to provide reality is to give feedback, to give a personal response. So say, hey, the way you're doing this is really helpful or the way you're doing this is not helpful at all for me. And I had the experience re recently, I was trying to help somebody with something and at some point she told me, hey, Gabriel, the way you're doing it, it's not working for me. 
And so because I was just getting very enthusiastic about the topic and I was very quick, you know, and I just needed to calm down and like get at a slower pace to be able to help better. And just having the feedback helped me to adjust, you know, um, what I was doing and be more helpful, which I wanted to be. So the feedback here helped me a lot. Another thing, the last thing here for providing reality is confrontation, to face someone with an appeal to change. Now, this is something where you absolutely need to make sure that you are, you, you had done the first parts, you, you've been present with somebody, and you also have um, pointed out the good. So you, you've had this nurturing care, the empathy, and now you're in a better place to confront somebody that, hey, uh, you need to change here. You need to change something. So this is something, you know, which is very oh, delicate and you, it needs some um, some wisdom to do that. And I've just started recently to do more of that. And but I'm always trying to make sure to first be present with the person, to appreciate the person and only then to, you know, nudge the person a little bit here and there. But it can be helpful because sometimes, you know, we're just stuck in somewhere and we don't get out our, by ourselves. So now that we've been present with somebody, we've um, conveyed the good and we have to provide reality. The fourth way how we can help and support somebody is by, by calling to action. And this is really fun because now, you know, first it's about the emotion of being present. Then it's about, you know, bringing positive energy to the conversation. And then it's about, you know, providing a different way to think about the world. And now it's about, you know, really making change and behavioral change. And so this is really fun when it comes, everything comes together right here. But, all, so, well, we need to make sure that we cover the other areas before. Because otherwise, usually people, they, they don't like to, you know, if you, if you start here, if you start with a call to action, it's very unlikely to work because you have not made the basis, the foundation. But if you made the foundation, you can go here. And so one thing to do is, is advice to recommend an action step. And usually don't do it if people don't ask you for it. But if you've done the other work, you can do that. Also, you can ask others for, for giving you advice, for recommending an action step. And, um, or you can say, hey, I, sorry, I didn't ask for your advice right now. I'm not open to it. Um, I, I, I want to feel understood first. I want to feel that you know where I am and, and what's going on in my life because I, I think otherwise you wouldn't really know what I need right now. So this is how we can ask for advice or also maybe reject advice sometimes when it's like not appropriate and set the kind of boundary there. Also, um, structure, you know, providing structure, providing a framework. I think this is what like schools do, what organizations do, what, what companies do, and also families can do to provide a framework for, for action structure also coaching programs do that um, i have i'm part of a couple groups we i have a structure for keeping us accountable on a weekly or daily even daily basis and it's really helpful to, to um, promote positive action towards our goals so structure providing structure is a great way to help here in this field and then the next one is uh, to challenge somebody to strongly recommend a difficult action and also i've just recently started to do more of that and, you know, people who want to grow, they love to be challenged. 
it's like you're going to, going to going to the gym. You have a trainer, and he says he tells you one more rep, one more rep, just one more. And so this brings out the best in you. And I still remember like my first Chinese teacher. I studied Chinese at university, and the first one I had, she was really great in the way that she knew how to care for us and give us things you know we needed. And encourage us, but also to challenge us a lot. And so,、um, I mean, I just loved it. It was very hard. We were pushed to our limits. But in that time, like in the first month, I had to learn Chinese. I, I just, you know, she just helped us so much to really get the pronunciation right. And it's a skill I've had for many, many years now. And、um, people still compliment me for my skills there. And it's all because、um, she she challenged me a lot in this area. So. That's how I got there. Somebody challenged me, and I got to a really good skill level. All right, the second to last in this area is development to create a growth environment, and that's just a wonderful thing to do and、um, provide a family, a company, a community,、um, a city, something like some an environment where people can grow in, and you know, it's like it's the most powerful thing you you. Can give to to somebody, put them in a whole environment where there is you know lots of incentives and lots of resources that help the people grow, and that's just you know I I want more of that I want to see more of that in our world, and I want to create also more of that myself. The last way to call to action is to call to service to call to guide engagement to giving back, to guide others to create create value for others and. I mean, that's just a great way to、uh, help the person and also help the world, to help them see, hey, here's how you can make a difference in the world. And I think on some level we all want to do that. Some of our, some of us we've lost the belief belief that we can, but we all can. We all have skills that we can use to help other people, and to serve them, and just guiding somebody to you know to do things in that way. Can be really helpful, and、um, also we can ask others to tell us, "Hey, I want to, I want to serve people, and I want to do good for people. What do you think? What, what could I do right now that would be helpful to somebody?" So, as always, for all these areas, it's both ways. We can both give it, and we can ask for it. I think the more difficult thing is to ask for it, but if you can ask for it very specifically, people will will, will be really grateful that they. They know how to help you, right? Because we want to help, and sometimes we just, sometimes we just don't know how can I help, what can I do, how can I help, and so this framework really, really helps to just read through it before you are in a situation where you want to help somebody, so want to support somebody to see, okay, what do I need to do right now? Maybe it's more about being present with the person, about conveying the good, and there's so much we can do that we don't do. And and also how to ask for help, and you know I've used it. In mastermind sessions, coaching sessions, to help people in specific ways, I've looked at this before, and I ask myself, okay, what can I give right now that would be helpful to the person? And what kind? Where are where are we in our relationship? What makes sense right now? And also, then by practicing giving it, I also I also learned how to ask for it specifically. Say, I need advice right now. Can you challenge me? Uh, can you give me a different perspective on that?、Um, you know, I can't see it right now. Can you give me some insight on that? Or just you know, I just need somebody to listen right now and to encourage me because I can't see how I can move forward right now. 
And also, I, I, I've asked people to help me to create you know, structure around something, you know, have this build this kind of growth environment in our groups that we are in. And so that's been really, really helpful. All right, that's been a lot for today. And um, I hope it's been helpful. And again, I recommend read the book People, People Fuel by John Townsend. And there is this cheat sheet on, on the website. And this is just really, really helpful to get a handle on how we can best support and ask for support. All right. Until next time, connect with courage because courage makes your life bigger and connection makes your life so much better. Bye-bye.